Hello, welcome to the Tuesday, July 12, 2016 edition of the Sands and its Storms and its Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. We got a great new guest diary by Yasser Mansour. He's talking about the malicious word macros that he observed install malware. Interestingly here, the malware is embedded in the word document and then extracted by the word macro. Very detailed instructions here with lots of step-by-step -step guidance on how you can do something like this yourself pretty much with open source tools. So if you have to reverse engineer malware and you're running into one of these word macros you may want to take a look at this guest diary and by the way we always accept guest diaries if you have an idea just submit it to us before you go through trouble and writing it all up and the Pokemon Go fever is continuing, not just with kids running around trying to find Pokemons, but also with security researchers finding vulnerabilities in the application. First of all, if you installed Pokemon Go on an iOS device, you probably gave it access to your Google account, which means that the application has full access to everything Google on your phone or on your Google account, including emails, pictures, and Google Drive data. There appears to be no simple way right now to limit the permissions that the Pokemon app has on your phone. Secondly, the web API that the application uses appears to be vulnerable to man-in-the-middle attack. It does not actually verify SSL certificates. So with that, it's not really such a huge deal for the user, more for the people behind the app, because it does allow you to gain arbitrary goods, for example, in the Pokemon Go online store. And one problem with simple speaker-independent voice command systems like Siri has always been that someone could play a voice file speaking commands that would then get interpreted by the phone or whatever system you're using to listen to these commands. Well, uh, usually the risk was not all that great. If you hear the commands, you can sort of intercept them on the phone. You can uh, press a button and basically disrupt uh, the execution of these commands but uh, some researchers now from the University of California at Berkeley and Georgetown University have come up with a way to actually play voice commands for Siri that a human would not, would not readily co uh, comprehend as voice commands, but Siri will happily execute them. That's based on some artifacts in how the voice recognition works. So they essentially were able to construct specific audio files that are only audible and comprehensible to Siri. One defense that is being proposed here would be an audio capture, essentially a challenge response system where you would have to answer a particular question that Siri poses to you in order to have the command executed. Or of course, trying to recognize the speaker based on voice patterns, that will definitely make it harder to come up with an audio file that's not comprehensible by a human. But then again, all depends on how well this particular voice fingerprinting system then is 
implemented. And according to some reports, there is yet another way to extract ransom out of users, this time via iCloud accounts. Apparently what's happening here doesn't actually involve any malware. iCloud accounts are captured either via phishing attacks or just by brute forcing the password. And once that happens, the attacker will lock the iCloud account. And with that, of course, also lock all iOS and potentially OS 10 devices of the user and then request a ransom in order to unlock these devices. Essentially, all the attacker does is they change your iCloud password, then they register your iOS device as stolen and display a ransom note in the form of an iOS message. I believe that Apple actually is able in this case to reset your iCloud password. However, this may require that you go to the Apple store and have some kind of proof of purchase that you actually purchased this particular iOS device. Well, and that's it for today. Uh, don't forget it's Patch Tuesday today. So hopefully we'll have later our Microsoft Patch Tuesday summary again. Also a couple of small updates to the site. First of all, if you need to contact us, please use the contact form on the site. We got rather restrictive with spam filtering. We got hundreds of spam messages to our normal email address. So a lot of there gets filtered and never looked at, but the contact form should make it. And secondly, to make it easier to read diaries, in particular on small devices, there is a maximize screen button now to the left of the social media icons on the top of the diary. It will only show the diary, nothing else to maximize your screen's real estate. Well, uh, that's it for today. Thanks again for listening and talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.